<laughs> that means you're talking too much. Hold on, hold on. What's going on, everybody? It's Ron Brown, LMT, the people's fitness professional, alongside my co-host, Mikey Fever. And this is a New Yorker's mm-hmm. perspective. We got a power, power panel right here. Yes, we do. Straight fire. We got the brother Sharif Anil Bay, brother Inky, brother Khalil <laughs> Ali Allah. Peace, peace, peace. Welcome peace. a New Yorker's perspective. Today we're talking about masonry, uh, the most uh which controversial subject on the platform. The Illuminati. The Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta throw up the diamonds and all that, Mike. You know, what uh, I mean? they, they masons, they sold their soul. They sold their right, right. They and I, 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 I bought the sword out. <laughs> <laughs> They sell off your family members. This episode. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Welcome, brothers. Uh, I want to go straight into it. Um, uh, this this podcast is made to kill the misconceptions of masonry and to take the um, the stigma away from it a little bit. You know what I mean? People are afraid, spooked out about masonry. And uh, this this podcast we're doing here on masonry is to kill the spookism about it. Noise, right? So, the first question I have anyone can answer is, um, "What's the benefits of masonry?" Oh wow! Brother Color, you want to go first? You go first, bro. <laughs> no, I like the brothers. You know, I'm listening. Go ahead, get it in. I'll say. Um, <clears throat> I'll say this. I'll say um, I've been in different lodges. Yes, so I'll say it largely depends on your brothers, the brotherhood. You know, um, the the purpose of masonry outside of the knowledge, the information, the, the quest, even if you will, is yeah, it's, it's about your brothers, you know what I'm saying? So if you wind up in a lodge where you know brothers is trying to have sex all day and, and eat fried, you know, fish fries, and you know, you see a lot of bellies flying over the top of their belts, and you know, it's like you know, you probably gonna be like my mom used to say, if you hang around nine broke guys, you're gonna be the tenth. You know, and that that applies in every direction. You know, if you hang around nine guys, like, for instance, before the show started and went live. We was all talking about martial arts to a greater or lesser extent. Right. So now if you hang around nine martial artists, (laughs) you're going to be the 10th. You know, so it's largely about the brothers that you um, that you go that you join up with, that that you lock arms with, pun intended, you know. That's peace. I want to. I want to speak to that. That's that's a very very good um, um, point to bring up regarding benefits of Freemasonry. Of course, they're not exclusive to Freemasonry, but the whole idea of fraternity, the whole idea of brotherhood. You know what I mean? And one of the things significant for me personally as it relates to our people is that, you know, there's a power in that, you know what I mean? 
you know, those was that, that well, we all, all you know, everybody here has been has been at least, uh, you know, in a lodge that opened up on the EA. Right. So, you know, you then you're familiar with Psalms 133. Psalms 133 pretty much spells it out. You know what I'm saying? And and and. You know, for many of our people, the only time they get to experience something like that is is if they gangbanging. You know oh, what I'm saying? That's a fact. You know, yeah, it's when they're gangbanging. It's like, okay, I, I belong to this particular clique or this particular street organization. Even when I'm by myself, I'm not by myself. How about that? Facts. You see, and so you know that's that's important. But it's important for our people to learn because the Negro problem is every Negro for himself. You see what yeah. I'm saying? And so that's that I think that's an important lesson. That's an important benefit for our people to understand and take part in. Like like in, like today, okay, with social media, what do you, what, what do we have? We got instant diet woke. You know what I'm saying? Where people believe that they don't have to come up under the study of someone or they don't have to put time, effort and energy into something, right? They don't believe they have to push away from their laptop and go outside. They just pop in YouTube and all of a sudden they're scholars. And and it don't like need that. nobody else. You, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And there's no, the there's no in that. Yeah, peace. Oh, that's, 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 that's a plague right real good that's, a, too. that's a sickness. They sound good. <laughs> if, if I wasn't, if I Google, wasn't studied, I would have thought that they were, um, they knew what they were talking about most of the time. Right. Um, my thinking of Freemasonry, I didn't enter Freemasonry from the perspective of many. Right. I didn't necessarily enter Freemasonry to learn. Right. You know, I had already written uh, the breakdown of the 32nd, 32nd degree prior to even becoming a master. Right? right. But in entering Freemasonry, coming from different schools of initiation, I would say as it being out to Portico, for those who come from stages who have never been, as I would say, um, introduced to the inner mysteries right. of the universe of man, of God, or whatever it may be, right. people get caught up into the, the, um, the, the, the social construct of going to parties and things of that nature instead of studying, right? Because if you enter inside the Freemasonic Lodge from this outer portico and you can truly understand the signs and symbols that is associated with it, then it opens you to a doorway of a myriad of different levels of study That's into different cultures and, and manifestations of truth in different and varying degrees. Correct. However, many people get stuck at a basic level. In which they go up there to get some fish fries, um, <laughs> churched out, and that's their main thing. When in reality, that's not what Freemasonry was given to them for. Come on, bro. Right? It was given to them as a construct to help the Christian West be introduced into Eastern and Oriental philosophy, True. mainly. They'll say, well, from ancient Egypt, we know that his father's parent is ancient Egypt. Right. That's the father's parent. We know when we get Belzoni, who went into Egypt, sat down um, and went into Seti Lodge, 
He drew, he wrote about it in a book of how this has to be the source of the craft because he found faint semblance of the checkerboard floor. He saw the starry canopy over his head. He showed it all. So he was aware of its origin. He knew it. But if you're talking about how did it make it up there, that comes from the Muslims. This is how masonry goes up into Europe. And that's how they get their sciences. Other than that, they wouldn't have got it. By way of of the Moors? I will use the terminology more. Mm-hmm. And I and I would say that for the reason why I say I use the terminology more, because more has a certain point in history. Before they was Moors, you just got the Muslims, the Sufis that's coming up into those regions. When we finally reach a certain period, then the terminology more becomes attached, and that's when you get our brothers entering us entering into those regions. Because you have to know that when you say more. You're not just talking about from North Africa and all of those regions. You're also talking about Senegalese. That's right. Who actually went up into those regions. Mm -hmm. So you have to deal with it from a very serious level. So when we use the terminology more, we clump a lot of things under that because when they used it, they clumped everything under it. All of us was clumped under the terminology more, which is acceptable. Because it signifies black people moving and teaching and setting up shop in those regions and bringing them out of the dark ages, of which they was definitely in. You know, they but wouldn't the, have came out of it without it. The hidden signature is there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because you have, you have the Circle 7, um, you know, kind of <laughs> hidden in the degrees. Mm-hmm. Meaning, if you walk up the ladder in one direction... Right. To Royal Arch Masonry, where you are, you know, you're complete Mason. Mm -hmm. That's seven degrees. But also. Mm -hmm. Most people don't realize if you go up the ladder through Scottish Rite Masonry, which really is a misnomer, there's really no such as thing as Scottish Rite Masonry, because Scottish Rite Masonry is actually Haitian Masonry. Right. But if you go up. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 we'll, we'll come back. We'll come back to it. We, we here. You know what I'm saying? We here. But, but if you go up through the 32nd degree, which is all there actually really is, you can't, you can't get a 33rd degree. That's not how that goes. You can't get. You can't just get that. It, masonry is all at, at the deepest level, based on the inner mysteries, and the inner mysteries is biochemistry. So. When you go up to 32 degrees, you freeze. Just like water. Water is what your biochemistry is based on. So when you hit that 32nd degree, you freeze like water. 32 degrees is the freezing point for water. But you go first degree, second degree, third degree. Then your fourth degree is larger perfection. Your fifth degree is the rosy cross. Your sixth degree is Kadesh. Your seventh degree is Consistory, which puts you at the 32nd degree. So that's seven initiations, whichever way you go to going ahead and, you know, circle the globe because that seven represents the speed of light 
around the earth. You know, light travels around the earth seven times per second. You got seven holes in your brain for the light to enter. I mean, seven holes in your head for the light to enter and blah, 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 blah. We can go on, you know, crazy with it. But I would say this, right? I will have to defer and say that the Scottish Rite is not Haitian Freemasonry. I would say because Stephen E. T. Morin was a Jamaican for a fact. He was a Creole and he was a Jamaican. He's he was born there and he was buried there. Look, we we could debate it whether it's Jamaican no, or Haitian because and I'm we just know that. No, no, no. Historically, he is Jamaican. He's buried no, no, what in I'm saying Jamaica. Is, look, no, no, but right. what we're making clear to the people is that it's not yes, Scottish. <laughs> well, yeah, I can, I, I'm not going to lie about that. That's a little weird term, Scottish right, right? right? So, so it's written, so it's That's, written it by you. a Jamaican in Haiti, right? And and he was studying in Haiti with where we know the, the Haitian um, have taken the uh, what people in the world would call magic or voodoo to a mm. high level. So he was there, but that also is reminiscent Ooh. of the start of the Haitian revolution, which Wakaima. was- Right, it started yeah. by, it's kicked off by a Jamaican. You know what I'm saying? So that relationship- book, man. That, There you yeah, go. Book, so book, that book, relationship man. between the Haitians and the Jamaicans, we're forgetting that those are titles, the Haiti or Jamaica, like those are titles that was put on us. Whereas we know all those people in the Caribbean are actually the same people. You know what I'm saying? 1,000 yeah, yeah so that's so so the bottom line is the Scottish masonry is not Scottish, it's ours. Right. You know what I'm it saying? is a we very it's a very right. that's our thing. So let me ask yeah. you how did it become Scottish then? Now that's something I never figured out, right? Now and I can go all into the history of it, but I never understood why they called it Scottish. On the last show we had with Sharif and, and Brother Sheik, we spoke about the history of masonry on these U.S. shows comes in three parts. We could go three parts when the Europeans got introduced to it. Mm-hmm. You understand? So through there, it may have happened. Remember when the um, the um, the Pope went after the Templars and stuff like that, and they were running around through Europe. It, it went. It, no, 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 it, no. It, but, it, even, but even that period of time was that that period of time. That was the medieval era. Yeah. Um, I again, well, I can't speak on something I don't know. Yeah, yeah this is a different time period. I was had wrote the manual. He was commissioned by France, I believe. He was and commissioned by France, and the reason why that they actually call it Scottish right, if we if we think it over, it is because of the degrees of Scotland. You don't get until you get the Jesuit ball that wind right. branches out the 32 degrees because Henry of Frank- the Kabbalistic system. Wait, you, you got you can't we can't miss Henry Franken because Henry Franken is the one who winds up with the manuscript and bringing it up north. One thousand percent. So Stephen Stephen uh, um, Morin he he writes it in Haiti studying with the Haitians, but a guy named Henry Franken winds up. Um, bringing it up north and you know so the, the history goes from there i don't know if you guys know i'm talking to my brother khalil my brother inky i don't know if you all know that uh not only is our brother mikey fever haitian but he belongs to a haitian lodge <laughs> hey. well i always say this right and i'm not and i'm not lying about it right when you get into that um 
the Rose Croix degree. Mm-hmm. And our brothers from the Haiti actually play in that world, right? Mm-hmm. That's when you get what is used in the uh, e. Lewis Cohen's workings right. of Martinism. Martinism. Right. You see that clearly in their ritual work that is definitely not in the regular body of usage of the Scottish Rite, right? But when you get amongst our Haitian brethren, they they do the damn thing. They I'm do what they're supposed to do. I, 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 be honest, I'm this. not at that level I'm yet. I'm Haitian, but I never got the pleasure of being in the Haitian Lodge. So I, I definitely... <laughs> yeah, they, they yeah, definitely yeah. a different beast. I watched one of their um <laughs> their rituals for the Rose Croix. Yeah. And believe me, it's... It's um, work, isn't it, bro? Yeah, they play. I haven't yet. I haven't yet got there yet. They play. (laughs) They play. You know, because in regular Freemasonry, and even Albert Pike has spoke about that. Was um, when you finally got the web. Web has stripped this so much of any really esoteric substance. It had been stripped all all the way down. You know, so. Because when you talk about the Scottish right in the earlier movements and uh, brother Michael Pope, he wrote a whole thing on dealing with Louisiana Freemasonry. And when he dealt with that, he dealt with the history, as we know, Louisiana and all of that didn't at one time belong to America. You had the issues where they opened up the doors to blacks. And when they opened up the doors to blacks, you had you had issues that came from the Southern jurisdiction, the Pikers, right, because of the racism that was so heavy. And then they opened up the doors. So then you have the Creoles, and this is when your Scottish right starts to separate and the Southern jurisdiction splits in half. Now, at one point in time, though, that eventually switched over and became all black, right? It still exists. It still exists, right? And that's actually the oldest Scottish right. That's a fact. Uh, Supreme Council in the world is a black Scottish right Supreme Council. That's in Louisiana. In Louisiana. That's, a That's fact. in Louisiana right now. They still use the same exact. You, Prince Hall don't recognize them. Um, right. The regular bodies don't recognize them. But inside of Tulane University, they have that brother George Long, who was the sovereign grand commander. They have thousands of documents from this man. Mm -hmm. This man here, they have the same exact sovereign grand commanders all the way down with the southern jurisdiction. Yes. That's now based in D.C. They have it all the way down. They have the same exact ritual. They still use the Scottish Rite three degrees. Correct. Not the not the standard Americanized degrees of the Blue House with the York. We're talking about the Scottish Rite degrees in which, you know, you get that silver cube laying on your chest and, you know, and all of that. They talk about Osiris and all of that. Right. They still using those degrees. Right. Yeah. You can and go that's, from, I mean, it's a lot of things. Zero to 32 there. They speak from they, they, they speak the, the Scottish Rite Blue Lodge. You know, they speak they speak of um, you know, that star in the east is serious. Right, absolutely. Pike spoke about that as well. One thousand percent. Real quick for the um for the for the listeners, what's the difference between Scottish Rite and 
Prince Hall Masonry. There's no difference. The Scott, the Scottish right. There's only three degrees in masonry. Right. No matter how far you go up in degrees, only three. no one really go higher than three degrees. That's it's just it's just how it works. So there is no difference. When you finally reach a master mason, you can go in either two directions. You either go to York right or you go to Scottish right. That's it. You know, Brother Khalil, though, I think what he's talking about here is, I think what he's referring to is, ju is, is different affiliations of jurisdictions. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, okay. Well, we do have all Scottish right bodies, like Louisiana. The white bulls got it. They have their southern jurisdiction and northern jurisdiction with the Scottish right bodies working from the first all the way up. And then you, have, you, have, then you have Prince Hall affiliation, which is separate. True. And within Prince yeah, Hall, you have both sides. Yeah, you so in, right. my, in my mind, when I think Scottish right, I'm thinking European. When I think of Prince Hall, I'm thinking. Okay, so hold, hold, let, let me say this. This is where you get into the conversation about the United Grand Lodge of England and the brothers up, you know, what is that? Massachusetts or whatever, Boston, I believe, somewhere up, up north, northeast, where the brothers were petitioning to get their lodge going. And so. You had this, I'm going to say, I'm going to say outdated modality at this point, but you had the brothers, you know, so you had people with black Freemasonry and white Freemasonry. That is Blue Lodge, largely. That doesn't really have anything to do with Scottish right. So what Khalil is explaining to you is that when you're not a Freemason at all and you want to become a Freemason, you have to get your first degree, your second degree, your third degree before you do anything. So we might have jumped out of the gate and started, you know, the brothers, we we got a lot of energy. So we might have went a little crazy and start talking about Royal Arch and 32 and this, that. That's not, you know, you can't do any of that until you become a master mason. And then you can join another group where you can continue your study. But it's like multiple fraternities that come under one umbrella. Okay. Yeah, now, how, long, how long does it take you to go through all three degrees? Well, that depends. Different bodies are differently. That's different lodges, you know. They might make you wait a year as they research you, study you. It depends. But in reality, it depends if they need members. Right. If they need those members, then believe me, it's coming. Right. <laughs> and to be honest, it changed a little bit because lawsuits came. Yep. I was about because to say at one way. time, yeah. At one time you suffered the consequence to reach master. That's now people will go crazy and they will say, Well, that's out of order. Well, when you look at the Haitian rights, when you look at what goes on in schools in, in Africa. And what we had to go through, some of the military, lodges, some of the military lodges still hold that. Tradition. Absolutely, but they don't allow it like in in the states. Right. The reason why is because men was crippled. Yep. Yeah, you men got you crippled. got when you got it. Yeah, when you got initiated, you got initiated like you. You, you got initiated. There, yeah, you left out of there bleeding sometime, you and know, you received like, your you marks. Yeah, and you yeah. received your marks. Yep. Whatever supposed to happen in that ritual, you suffer what happened in the ritual. Right. So right. what I'm hearing, what I'm hearing right now, it sounds a bit 
uh, oh, kind of like along, <laughs> along the same lines as like uh, like voodoo. I can't say along the same oh. lines of voodoo or occult occult rights or shame. I can't even say it same along. I would say Freemasonry, and when I use that terminology, out of portico, I mean it's the porch. It's the, it's the porch, yeah. It's not the inner mysteries. It is the porch. Right. You see what I mean? So, again, if you go into certain rites, and I'm going to point at my Haitian brother, right, because they play a different field. It's it's a heavy field. Um, they take that thing very seriously, and they do things within their lodge that should be there, but is not there in standard Western Freemasonry. You see what I mean? Again, I would apply them more. If you could understand the Elus Cohen and Martinis, Martinism, then you can understand Haitian because that's or, where it came or, from. Here it go like this. How about we just take it to a football level? Right? We know that there was a time period where Lawrence Taylor was allowed to come through the line and put as much, you know, put as much pain on the quarterback as possible. Yeah. Now we know that you're not allowed to hit the quarterback too hard. You know, it's got to be, right. you know, hey, you know, don't don't hurt the quarterback kind of thing. And that's correct. That's kind of how initiation is now. When you came through at a certain point, they was allowed to put as much pain on you as possible so that you remember the experience. And you, you should know, have felt the pain. <laughs> Hey Mike, so did they do that at your, if they do that at your lodge, I'm in, man. I want the pain, bro. Let's let's go. On. I, I oh, sorry, 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 sorry to the guests into the into the panel. I apologize. This connection is is flaky, but nah, it's it's it's, it's beautiful. Masonry is a beautiful thing, man. That's what you make of it? What you make of it, bro? That's what you make of it. He's the most quiet mason on the panel. Hey brothers, you see how our brother gave a smile when he said it to him right off. We made some beautiful things, brother. Come on there. It's a beautiful. All all I gotta say, if you study your sciences, it's all about you, man. It's all about you. Right. Which uh, which brings me to this question. Um, so 32 frozen, does that have anything to do with the spinal column? Um, no, because the, the popular misconception is that adults have 33 vertebrae and all this and all that. Adults do not have 33 vertebrae. We only have 26. So there is no um, there's no analogy to the 32 or the 33 in terms of your spine, even though people like a lot of non Masons, they have a lot of ideas about Illuminati and Boule and all this kind of stuff. But that's it's not real. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, the problem is a lot of people, unfortunately, we have no idea about biochemistry or anatomy. So if somebody says something, we just kind of go along with it. Like we just go along with it. But He's no, it's, right we, don't, we don't have 33 vertebrae, 33 vertebrae. So there's no you can't have that. We, have, we only have 26 as adults. And, and as I, babies, I wonder- you have a lot. You have 33 vertebrae. But. Your tailbone, I believe, is fused of like four or five. Your coccyx is like four or five. So your your bones fuse together to get stronger as you get older. So adults only have 26. Now, the number 26 is significant because, you know, that's the number of God in the Bible. That's the number of iron on the periodic tables. There's, there's other things. 
right? He were off a bit. Yeah, and then you get to the number 19, right? There's a significance to the number 19 because, again, going back to the circle, circle starts with C. So C7 is actually the cervical vertebrae. You have seven cervical vertebrae, which leads you with 19 in the body, which is, you know, ties into the jet pillar. And, you know, we talked about, well, we kind of mentioned, Khalil Allah mentioned that there are degrees where they mentioned Osiris and blah, 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 blah. So there's, right, quick, there's some the, other connections there. Problem. So you got seven, seven uh, cervical, 12 uh, 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 thoracic, and then you have um, uh, lumbar, you have five. 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 So mm-hmm. now that's 24. So where are you getting the 26? So I guess what you counting the sacrum or? No, you got it. <laughs> well, pop, is my math off? Yeah. Can I add something real quick? Anybody that's listening, we got brothers on the panel. Masonry is about making men better men. Light attracts light. That's fact. About so you know again, like I said, if you oh, read, yeah, you read the elixir sagala would tell you what it is. Masonry, that's all it is. It's duality. It's not. It's not promote like. In other books, you are light. You're not what you believe you are, you know, which is this 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 matter of flesh and bones. You understand? There's an opposite side, there's duality, you know, and that's all it is. You know, shout out to the to the, the lodges out in Africa and the continent of Africa and in the, the Caribbean. It's, it's well about, you know, something that you got, brother, wait, you got 24. Up. I'm, I'm sorry, Sharif. You got no, you got ahead, 24 no, and then you got your sacrum and your coxies. Right, that's what so I was saying. Yeah, there you, you go. go. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Sharif. My back on. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, no, 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 no problem. What something that was brought up earlier, Brother Khalil brought it up, Mikey brought it up, and Dr. Inky brought it brought it up too. Is just Brother Khalil spoke on it a little more detail about um what you the European has done with the craft, even within his own institutions, you know, in 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 the I with the idea of cleansing it or Christianizing it, he's rendered a lot of the of the esoteric spiritual machinery in earth. You know, Absolutely. it doesn't know what it's meant to do. It doesn't convey what it's meant to convey. Here's a quick example. A, a, a fan of mine, a fan of mine, who's an old Rosicrucian, um, you know, Brother Khalil is, is quite familiar with him. We talked about him before. Rudolf Steiner. Absolutely. Steiner at one point was approached by the Grand Lodge of France, the Grand Orient of France. This is Egyptian, right? Right of Memphis, Mizraim. They approached Steiner to assist them in reintroducing the spiritual mechanics into their craft work because they knew they had lost it. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Steiner ended up writing a book based on this, and it was called The Mizraim Service. That's absolutely the truth. Yeah. And the deep deep thing pertaining to that, that's why you had masters like Elias Ashmore go into the London Lodge. He was a Rosicrucian. He was attempting to bring them back into the esoteric systems. And that was the move. And at one time it did work and then it got eased back out again. But I would say there's a difference. Mm. In black Freemasonry, except I have to make a distinction with my Haitian brethren because I know what y'all into. You got to get into your three letter, four letter. I would say this. 
when you go over to the white brethren in their activity, they have doors to go through. Yes. For instance, you have the SRICF. Correct. Which is a Rosicrucian order, order. Where you have to be a master mason in order to enter it. Correct. Now, I'm familiar with their degree work because of my initiation into the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. Yes. In dealing with ceremonial magic and stuff like that in that particular group and how Don't that works. Don't say that online. They're going to bomb you. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said Golden Dawn. I thought Satan. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 Yo, crazy! I, I'm at 85 right now. Hold on, Killian. Not to cut you off, Ron. Yes, Ron is being Switzerland. No disrespect to the gods, but if you look at the supreme mathematics, that's Gematra. One thousand percent. Exactly. Say, what? That's Kabbalah right there. It that's is Kabbalah. It is. All the respect. You know, that's and it matches exactly. Exactly. And it matches from Keta to Malkut exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's definitely there. Listen, that makes a full circle because you know when Osiris, the ritual of Osiris, you know Osiris wound up hidden in that tree. And so you know Osiris is hidden in the, the tree. Of life. tree. That's right. He's hidden in the tree of life. That's why death. Anyway, that's another conversation. <laughs> okay, you know, I mean, the whole thing with Osiris, this is a bad Haitian, yo. So, he's a bad Haitian. So, real quick, I'll I'll a card from Osiris, because you. you mentioned Osiris, does that have to do with the Asar set and Heru story, uh, or is that ha- separate from that? The Asar that's Freemasonry. I was about to say, the, uh, the Osiris drama is everywhere. It's the Quran, it's the Bible, it's, it's Freemasonry, it's it's the original blueprint for the inner mysteries and, and, you know, all of these conversations is, you know, is, is there. And you know what I would suggest for your study into that? Get the works of Albert Church Ward. Absolutely. If you can't get more clearer than him, I don't know what to tell you because he tells it from the door. Yeah. Where is it coming from? Who it is? He's Man. telling you what it is. Yeah. Can someone explain uh, the story of Asar, Aset, and Heru? Send them to Amazon. <laughs> Send them to Amazon. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so there's a, there's a, there's quite a few stories of you know um, Osiris and, and and or Wusir or Asar. You know, I use Osiris. I'm gonna be honest. I say the term. I use Osiris because. People are more familiar with that. I've been places where I say Asar and people like, huh? Or I say Wusia and people like, huh? So I usually just say Osiris and keep it right on the surface, you know, right on the surface. But I mean, you can go with um, you can go with the 666, right? So at six in the morning, Horus is born, right? So you have a the horizon, Horus rising, right? Which is a golden. Uh, a golden line, 
right? So you're going from a, a horizontal, right, to 12 p.m., where you have the perpendicular, right? And then you have at 6 p.m., right, you have, you know, Horace dying and then returning to, you know, uh, set. You know, the sun sets. So now set wins over Horace at at 6 that's the flat line. Osiris is reborn. I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's so many different levels that we could approach that family um, story. You know, are you talking about the basic story? Yeah, there's one thing to have a myth, and then there's one thing to have a mnemonic device. So a lot of times when people forget the science associated with a mnemonic device, they relegate it to a myth. And the myth is just there's no there's no real heavy science encoded there. Right. So what our ancestors did was they encoded science into the stories. They encoded science into the glyphs, which later on um, it became life or death. So the Rothschild family invested hundreds of millions of dollars into you know trying to understand what our glyphs and that's where the science called biosemiotics came from which is how you decode um information from pictures and you know fast forward that's kind of where you get like professor james gates i believe talking about the edinkras and, and some of those different things like that but it's it's about encoding science um, and when you do that, there's always levels to it, you know. So you could talk about Isis and um, Osiris, you know, uh, Isis, you know, uh, giving birth to Horus by way of the spirit of Osiris, which is Bangedet. A lot of people forget about Bangedet. And then Bangedet <clears throat> becomes a very important motif almost like the mystery guy that gets left out of the story. They don't talk about Anubis. They don't talk about Bangedet. Why is Bangedet important with, with Isis? Because Bangedet and Isis is what later on gets stolen and remixed yes. into the Baphomet. I'm teaching right now. It's hard to think that the Baphomet is a ghost. I'm teaching. And, you know, uh, uh, the Masons got a ride mm-hmm. to you and blah 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 blah. But, um, matter of fact, can we, can we like can we like share stuff? Can I say something real quick? Um, it sounds like Inky's gonna write a morals on dogma for Masons about the human anatomy <laughs> from his perspective. Yeah, that's what it because because he he he's he keeps connecting it back to the, um the anatomy biochemistry. Yes, so I, which which is true. Thank you, Sharif. Because you know it is there when you you know for those who know you know when you study it, you know Kabbalists and all that study the tree of life. It it does represents man, the vervain, the you know also the vervain man. If you study all that, it all plays to that. Even um true Islam put that in his book, the Black Man's God, mm-hmm. when he measures the degree from arm's length, which equals three hundred sixty degrees of human being. So it's like seventy two degrees for each limb. You know the gods say arm, leg, leg, arm, head. That's all it is right there, man. That actually resides in Sufism as well. Thank you. So, the so arm, leg, leg, arm, head is definitely there. 
And for the listeners and watching us, you know, no, we're not going to divulge any codes, no secrets, and X, Y, and Z. You want to be, you want to know about masonry? Go study and join a lodge yourself. You understand? One thousand percent. There you go. There you go. And pick up the Inky is the solo Osiris book. <laughs> Seven hundred and seventy pages. But to Inky, you should uh, send me like um, a photo of that book so I could just put it on the somehow put it on this um, stream. Whenever the you want. Uh, no, yes, sir. Term, the technical term. Um, shout out to True Islam, Dr. Wesley Bahamut. That's my guy, right? Um, the technical term in theology is for what we say, you know, arm, leg, leg, arm, head, is transcendental anthropomorphism. Two big, gigantic words. Transcendental anthropomorphism. So it's, yeah, we're men. But we have within us, right, the essence of unlimited potential. It has to be worked on. And it has to be developed. One thousand percent. And that's and that's hidden in the masonry in many levels. Yes. If the people can look at it, though. Right. But I think that what people are caught up in today is what occurred back in the 17, 1800s. We're from the Catholic Church and all of that type of stuff jumping off. And then they had the disinformation thing about Freemasonry being Satanism, devil worship and all of that. So it rises you up today. Right. So if you look at everything that happens all the way to music artists, they'll say that's the Illuminati. But the Illuminati is not Freemasonry. Nope. They They are two different bodies. And what they need to understand, even when dealing with that, what Illuminati are you talking about? (laughs) Right. Are you talking about the one created by Adam Walshaw? Right. Is that the one you're talking about? We need to to make Illuminati. Right. Because if that still exists, you (laughs) surely not going to hear about them. And you're not going to have any artists sitting up there throwing up no diamond signs or nothing. And you thinking that they are part of the Illuminati. They're not a part of the Illuminati. You have groups that exist. You have groups like the CFR with the government that you ignore all day long. Right. You sitting up here and they done got people directed at Freemasonry in order to get some clicks on YouTube. When Freemasonry is not your problem. The same way you can sit and turn around and you could talk about how Freemasonry is the enemy. What about Freemasonry that call revolutions? Black Freemasons. What about the black Freemasons that was ready to start a revolution? And if it was not for the Emancipation Proclamation, they was prepared to go and kill That's the fine. plantation owners. Fine. They was being financed abolitionists <laughs> in Europe. That's a fact. That's right. So we're going to talk about it for what it really is. And let's deal with it across the board. Right. Because when you got Prince Hall speaking in AME church, he is talking about black pride in AME church, speaking about being African. They met with groups like Memphis Mizraim. Yep. They talked about using clairvoyance in order to be able to see. That's a fact. These men was abolitionists for black people. So if we're going to deal with the history and it's true and full effect, then you got to deal with it across the board. But if you're sitting around thinking that there's some major body sitting around dictating to all Freemasons to do this and do that, let me make this clear. Uh-huh. 
Right. Let me, let me make this how this how this really works, right? We you could be Moorish American, Haitian, FOI, whatever you want. Let's say we all meet up in the convention. Mm-hmm. All FOI meet up in the convention. The, the MSTA meet up in the convention. The Haitian brothers, we all meet up in a different convention. Let's say you're a banker. I come in that thing with a certain type of mentality. So I say, you're a banker. Let's say um, I'm the head of state. Let's say he's this, he that. We might come up with an idea depending on the intent of our heart and what we want to do. That's what and I then we can say, listen, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do this and take over that. We're going to take over this. It's no more than what street teams do all the time. Exactly. I just happen to meet you from the other end. That don't make the, the society of the organization wicked. Right. Because those same men could have met up and created this and opened up doorways to banks here for, for communities. It happens. It but happens. you have to demystify the reality of things. It's like, for instance, and not to get off topic, but if we're going to go in a little bit, let's go in just a little bit. Wait, wait, wait. Before we go into the international side, because we're getting ready to open up the door to Queen Charlotte and Angelo Solomon, and we're getting ready to go crazy. Um, I just want to show you how all wise, right, and exact our ancestors was with this science. If you can hit the share button real quick, uh, uh, Ron. Because... There's one thing to talk about the um, the soul of Osiris in a disconnected kind of sense, right? So if you look right here on the right of the screen, this is Bain Jadet. This is the original right here, long before there was a Baphomet.